Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today we are going to be recapping season two, episode 11 of Pretty Little Liars. Uh, What is it called? (laughs) I don't have a clue. (laughs) I don't have a clue. We don't have it pulled up. We're completely unprepared, but we are in person today. Yeah, that's huge. Phoebe is back for Thanksgiving. Usually, wait, have we talked about our Thanksgiving tradition? No, but here's something I want to say before we start talking about it. Okay. I don't want to hear any negativity. You were prepared for this conversation. I told, well, I was telling some people about our tradition a couple days ago, a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, maybe. And the reaction wasn't like purely positive. And I was like, what could they have possibly said? That's weird. I think it's the fucking coolest thing ever. But, okay, well, like, it's not cool. I think it is. I you think it's, it's actually cool? You think the de- if we look at the definition of cool... Okay, maybe not. But okay, like, cool is just not the word. It's, like... It's fun. It's, it's awesome. cute. It's quirky, for sure. <laughs> like, if, uh, if, if nothing else, quirky. Absolutely. <laughs> um, It's unique. It's different. You guys have it three... You, you guys have three guesses. <laughs> What could, what, could, yeah. what could our tradition Here's possibly be? You guys guess it in three in three or less guesses. I will give you one million dollars. <laughs> that is how sure I am that you'll never <laughs> fucking guess what we're about to unless say. Unless you literally, unless you already, unless know. you know. In which case, you're disqualified <laughs> from that competition. Wait, but what negative things were your friends saying? Well, they were your just like friends. They just like quote. didn't get it. Like they just thought it was weird. And I was like, well, it is, but it's like awesome. You know what? That's like high art, though. Because yeah. like high art, some people don't get it. Exactly. It's you just don't get like, it. You don't have to. It get was it. like it's not sh- right over their for head. You like exactly. if you don't understand it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. There's a whole other audience over here who gets it, who gets it and loves it and appreciates it. And if that's not you, that's not you. But like, know who you are. <laughs> know who you are. So that that doesn't affect who I am. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. I think I know what our theme is going to be now. What? I think we have to do... A podcast themed... No, I... Well, I it's like us, know what to say It's yet. us on top. <laughs> We're like doing a live Actively episode. broadcasting. And mom's like, well, how is Goose going to drive then? <laughs> it's like, well, someone else could drive. <laughs> Why am I still driving the fucking thing? Okay, um, I guess we should say what it... What, what were you going to say? So I think that we should reenact the theme song of pretty little liars <laughs> okay <laughs> so here's what i'm seeing okay you've created the world now i'm gonna build it okay <laughs> um here's what i'm seeing i'm seeing a standing coffin <laughs> on top of the wait for it golf cart <laughs> uh, me or you or a volunteer <laughs> from the crowd <laughs> Is in the prop coffin. Is <laughs> standing standing up, of course, so everyone can see. Um, I don't know. You and I are like climbing up the sides of the golf cart like some kind of goblin with wings. And a winged <laughs> goblin. <laughs> and we're climbing up and when we're applying the mascara, the lip gloss, the nail polish, and then we shut the coffin. Mm-hmm. But here's where it gets crazy. We saw it in half. It turns into a magic show. <laughs> similar to now you see have you seen that movie yeah we saw it together oh in theaters i've seen it more than once then in theaters <laughs> i think you did because i think that i saw it with you the second i time. think i loved it and yeah. i just watched it on the plane the other day you're obsessed with it actually loved it again <laughs> it's gonna become my new personality okay we do have to say what we do on thanksgiving yeah go for do it you, you can every year we <laughs> we compete 
our, our family describe it um let me just walk you through our day and you'll slowly understand what we do it's 8 a.m <laughs> that's the marine corps what is that reveille is that what it's called or, uh, taps hey alexa play reveille Okay, she's a genius. <laughs> Alexa, thank you. Stop. Absolutely. Talking for help. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa, stop. Caroline just made that song play throughout her entire house. And her husband is upstairs on a work call. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She wouldn't stop. (laughs) I'm, like, screaming up the steps. But I'm also trying not to scream too loud. Mm -hmm. um, But, yeah, so that essentially (laughs) is what's... That's kind of like what our house is like every Thanksgiving morning. That's really earlier than 8 a.m. Yeah. Like, everybody's out of bed by 8. We're getting woken up earlier than that. Yeah. Everyone's in costume at 8. If you're smart. (laughs) If you're smart, you're in costume. If you know it's good for you. (laughs) If you know it's good for you, you'll be in costume So, basically, we do a golf cart parade competition. We compete in this. (laughs) When I try to explain this to people, I'm like, it's a golf cart decorating competition and parade. They're like... (laughs) <laughs> like it is kind of a mouthful to yeah. describe who came up with this i honestly like i know that it existed before we joined but i think we have turned it into the spectacle it is today it when we started doing this many moons ago because i went to school in south carolina so and i did theater so there was like a year that I couldn't come home for Thanksgiving because I had a show that weekend. So my mom was like, okay, well, we'll bring Thanksgiving to you because she's cute like that. So we decided to have Thanksgiving down at the beach. And she found that like in the area that we have our house down there, there was this golf cart decorating competition that was then followed by a golf cart parade. And she was like, well, this would be fun to do, like a fun little casual thing. But like nothing's ever casual in this family no so our mom ordered well i actually okay gingerbread that was year two yeah we the did first presents year was the just first like year. a smorgasbord of like but this was iconic this is when we really knew that we weren't ever getting out of this because yeah. essentially oh our mom's God. vision was to stack a bunch of presents on top of the golf cart and kind of wrap the golf cart. And Mm -hmm. I think we were all just in like kind of Christmas gear. That was the vision. And my mom is sitting in our living room. Tamest it's ever been. And she is wrapping boxes and getting like stringing them together with our dad. And she looks at him and she goes, Chris, I think we could take this thing. (laughs) I think we can take this. (laughs) And my dad, like he was just like, what <laughs> like he's like the shock and horror so then we won first place which was truly a shock to everybody 
you only have one hour I don't to even decorate. know if we really knew it was a competition like I think we knew but no, we, didn't. we did because mom said I think we can take this right but I don't she wouldn't think have said that if I just she didn't don't think, think we understood exactly what it I think we did because we were given the envelope and it was like a real prize yeah I don't think we knew how good the prize was going to be and the prizes have gotten worse yeah. but I don't think we knew how good the prize was going to be but we did know it was a competition you have so they have like an owner's golf cart division and a renter's golf cart division so you can either rent your golf cart or if you own it you can actually work on it as long as you want you can work on it the whole year if you want so the competition there is a little different but if you're renting the golf cart you have one hour to decorate it technically our mom has unless you're building structures throughout the year to then (laughs) adhere to the golf cart in your one one of the best things our mom ever did was she sent our dad down to Charleston before like oh a, a couple of weeks before. And he had, she had him using our neighbor's golf cart to make measurements. Oh my and, God. And like figure out exactly how yeah. to do it. So our first year we did the presents and we won. The second year, my mom decided to take it up a notch. Well, I mean, we're literally at Thanksgiving dinner year one and she's like okay so next year we're like okay so this is like now a full (laughs) tradition and it doesn't matter if i'm able to come home for thanksgiving next year we won't be having thanksgiving in pittsburgh maybe ever again Mm -hmm. so we did i think second year was abominable snowman one no second year was the gingerbread man okay which was was a pretty good one except for that one so i'm i always have to drive it even though I can legally drink and I'm well I'm 27 now um, <laughs> and all the adults stand around and drink Bloody Marys and I have to drive this fucking golf cart during this parade that's like literally scary because children are just darting and because they're like throwing candy it's become like a Halloween parade basically you're throwing candy people come out in throngs to watch it and now like we said there's a lot more participation both like in golf cart decorators and audiences and they just dart out in the middle of the road like it's it is scary you're gonna hit someone one day someone's going to but i always have to drive it Mm -hmm. and it's like scary because you have like pounds and pounds of shit this year especially was scary yes we drove over it's like the (laughs) judging area and we i park we run into a tree get it lodged in the tree not just running in like the branches of the tree which are you know above (laughs) <laughs> the gingerbread men on top of the golf cart have now been lodged and stuck in the tree. And I'm like crying because I know if my mom or dad comes and sees this happening, I it's my head. <laughs> We're not having a turkey anymore. We're actually having my head. And also like keep in mind, um, Caroline and I are both in gingerbread men costumes. Oh, yes. With like headpieces. Yeah. No, there, there's never like... We're never doing a low budget <laughs> Thanksgiving Day parade. We are like going all out. No, but the so these there was a family nearby, two husbands and then the, their wives were standing, and the husbands come and try to help, but the wives are just standing there drinking their Bloody Marys, filming. I don't remember this. Are you serious? It's okay. That's crazy. This is a long time ago. That was scarring. I was like, this is so embarrassing. I was probably blacking out in a fit of rage and don't remember. Yeah. Third year was, I think, Land of the Misfit Toys. Which was not my favorite theme. No, but I think you were dressed up as the abominable snowman. Y'all, when we say dressed up. We'll provide pics of every year. Like, I was in, like, a mascot-esque costume. Because it's... It's, yeah, and, and, and every year it's really well documented. So. And it's, this is Charleston, and I know it's November, 
But it's still like 70 degrees. You're going to sunny if you're wearing long sleeves. And she she was wearing more than long sleeves. I would say, yeah, it's a full costume. But then like it's never it used to be we just wore onesies and then it transitioned into the costumes. But it's never over when the parade's over. Mom makes us go take pictures like on the beach or yeah. like around like she made Phoebe wear this big ass Think, abominable snowman i know i begged like her i was like can i just wear the head like, can you please have a sip of water mom's like no not until we get the <laughs> shot i know my dad kept taking me into the like parking garage so i could take the head off because we didn't want any of the kids to see me take the head off <laughs> every year i end up getting stuck with the costumes that are like yeah i wonder why that is i'm genuinely asking i'm not being a bitch i don't know Anyway, the next year. Frosty? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Santa, yeah, and that was my That like, was my big, favorite year. It was my great idea, though, just mm-hmm. so everyone knows. No, we did do a snowman one year. I think it was a snowman the next year because that was the year yes, Connor was with yes, us. Yes, 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 And I was a snowflake, and mm-hmm. he was that big snowman. Yeah, he that wore like fine. an inflatable snowman It wasn't thing. great. Santa, though, we took it up a notch. This is my favorite one. I had the idea to make Santa's beard out of balloons, white balloons, and then... We like it looked so so cute. good, so cute. And what our, did we wear that year? Well, Lily and Emmeline, mom got them massive oh, boxes, so they were like walking presents, but they couldn't they use their arms. Them. Yeah, like they, they, <laughs> they were in the box. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they literally could not. And like Lily, like Lily doesn't hide when she's unhappy. So when no. she's doing these things, like she's never <laughs> never like selling it no. <laughs> she's she's wearing it because she doesn't have a choice but she's not selling it um one year one of my college professors was in the audience and like texting me like oh my audience. god is that you and i was like absolutely not <laughs> um, mom, i'm in pittsburgh <laughs> what did we do last year well no no no. after that was frosty and then we did the the truck Ah, uh, the truck my dad and our grandfather made a functional like sheath to put the like, golf cart like in casing for the golf cart that was with doors truck. that worked like a yeah with a red like pickup truck and then we put like a fake we put a tree, tree in, the back. in the back and my mom got us all shirts because we had a lot of family come in that year i think we had like we customized all shirts that we like shirts. had made and we this was actually place. a pretty dramatic year because <clears throat> um our mom contests that Caroline got us in the wrong line. Oh my God. Which I she didn't. This I'm a drama. witness. Thank I'm a you witness so to it. so much for this. Yeah. Here's so the thing about this parade it has completely taken on a, a life of its own. It's so But the people that organize it, it haven't. Yeah. They. I don't think they realize how seriously a lot of people take it. Well, and it used to be like just not really that big of a deal. And I guess we've been doing it for a really long time, like almost 10 years. So. It, which is crazy but it is it has become like this big thing and there are lots of participants people look forward to it and it's just like a bunch of like fucking teenagers running it basically in this one year and kind of still but especially this one year like every year it's run differently so this year we're driving our golf cart and they tell you where to go like that you it's tell gotten them to the point too where like the people participating know what to expect and yes. they know how it normally runs but the people so running when it, it doesn't go that way though they get confused because they're like well this isn't how we and the people that are running it a lot of the time the turnover is so much because it's just like a place where people work yeah they don't even know how it they're was like why well, didn't do it last and it's year like they just... don't pass on like a handbook or anything right. there's no which is like, really weird but this direction. isn't like the first thing everybody's trained I'm just on. saying if we were running it it would be a lot different but Anyway, so you drive up and they like tell you where to go. And as I mentioned before, there are the two different divisions, owners and renters. And we are in the renters division. 
And we want to stay that way because we don't do it the whole year. Like we don't build it the whole year. And so it's not going to compare to the people that do like, I mean, they construct like wooden. Yes. It's like crazy. They're working on it. They like live down there and they're working on it all year. And so we just have the one hour and like whatever time we have in the couple days leading up to Thanksgiving to like get our shit together. And so we pull up and they tell us to go drive into this one lane. And it it was the owner's lane because they saw our golf cart and how good it was because this was like, again, the functional truck. They thought it was an owner's golf cart. They were like, there's no way they did that this morning. But we did ask. And I said, we're renters. Is this the renters? I asked over and over and over again. And then we didn't win. It's the only year we didn't win at all. And it's gotten a lot harder, a lot more competitive, but that's the only year we we didn't win. And my mom fully blamed me and Thanksgiving was almost ruined. <laughs> it was a tough year. That was tough. Yeah, that was. The year after that was the Grinch. Yes. Which was another good year. This is another year I was put into a, well, actually that year when we all had matching t-shirts, some of us weren't lucky enough to just get to wear the t-shirt. I had to wear... Oh, I was wearing a Christmas tree. I forgot. I know, but I was wearing the blow-up Christmas tree. Ah. I was insulated. I feel like you chose that. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. I think you chose that for yourself. I think you brought that on yourself for sure. What was last year? I don't, did we do it last year? Yeah, because Anthony came. It was his first one. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. It was his first Thanksgiving with us last year, and we did it. Was it the Grinch? I feel like that was the last one we did. It had to be because I was I was twenty one. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so. But I was the Grinch, and we were in the parade. Like, I couldn't see a thing out of this mask. And Lily <laughs> and Emmeline were supposed to be my guides. Like, they were supposed to walk me through mm-hmm. the parade because I could not see. But the issue is that everybody wanted to take pictures. Yes, with the everyone Grinch. wanted to take pictures. The people were like, this is what I'm talking about when you're driving the golf cart and people are just like running out. Like people were running out, but to take pictures with Phoebe. Like they were like, like fa- and I couldn't see the family. So I would just feel like hands steering me one way or another. And then I'd realize families were taking pictures and I'd pose. But then like the parade doesn't stop. So I can just take pictures with people. I know. And so I would be like, oh my God. And I would have to run. Yeah. And in I my was not Grinch costume. Down. And Lily and Emmeline are just like way up there, yeah, without a care in the world. But also like TV running, can't see shit in, in my a Grinch, Grinch costume. costume. A sight to behold. Oh my god! But like, there were literally before the parade, there were parents. There was this one kid who was absolutely petrified. <laughs> but the mom wanted us to have a picture so oh, badly. I forgot this. There's pictures of her like dra- I'm like leaning down <laughs> with like I got I had the Grinch fingers down. Oh, you did. And was I was creepy. like waving at him. Oh, you did. I like remembered out. <laughs> and she's like this mom is pushing her kid up to me so that he will take a picture and he is like sobbing. Like he is <laughs> like I won't do it. I won't um, do it. But it's great cuz I didn't have to talk at all. I just had to pose for pics. Yeah. Um Oh, I was going to say something I don't remember, but I love the idea of these families like for years to come as, as some parents show pictures of their kids seeing Santa and crying on their lap. Like they're showing pictures of you <laughs> in a Grinch costume. And little did I know you are local celebrity Phoebe Connell with a pretty little podcast. Yes. Thank you. They don't even know that. Yeah. And oh they never God, will unless they, they listen. Well, they probably imagine do. if that crossover happened. 
Someone's listening. They're like, the huh. Thanksgiving parade, pretty little podcast crossover. Is that what you're? Well, I'm saying that's what's happening next Thanksgiving oh, when we right, execute the live our show, the live show. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Here is what, like, our mom. My favorite thing is that our mom really acts like she wants our input on the themes. She doesn't. Because she'll be like, all right, let's brainstorm. What ideas are we thinking this year? And I'll like give some ideas and she'll be like, um, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> or, we could. Well, she's already decided what she wants to do. She wants someone else to suggest it. <laughs> Which is so impossible. that she can be like, first of all, yes, more than this was the right idea because I thought of it, but so did somebody else. But I thought of it first. Like she's thinking up, but she's also thinking like Oh, well, it's their idea. And I'll make that happen for sure. But like secretly, it's her diabolical <laughs> plan because she's been planning she's a mastermind. it the whole time. What if I told you? <laughs> Wait, my favorite moment, my favorite moment of the podcast last week was when Caroline was describing <laughs> being in the Ticketmaster line and they're like her being kicked to the back of the line. And she goes, everything is like suddenly glitching. And I think there's been a glitch. The way that your brain like yeah it's a gift some will say it's a gift um okay do we have anything to talk about did you put anything in the note this week uh julia fox said in a tiktok that she only dated kanye west <laughs> oh my god i saw that to save kim kardashian who she's the people's hero i saw a tweet today that was like when julia <laughs> When Julia Fox, when Julia Fox's book comes out, oh my I'm gonna gosh. read it with a highlighter as if it's the <laughs> Old Testament, literally <laughs> cover to cover. I she okay? No, she did. You she was friends with Anna Delvey. Yes. Did you see that Z-Way interview where she was like, "I don't think she should be in prison." Oh my god, no! I didn't see that. And Z-Way goes, "Didn't she do the things that that we say she did?" And <laughs> Julia Fox was like. I love Z-Way. <laughs> She's like, I, I would never her be inter- able to go on Her interview with Phoebe Bridgers is so funny because she... She's like, do you feel like you're they um, have a appropriating good, like, ghost culture? And she's like, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Z-Way is so funny. But no, Julia Fox needs to teach a marketing class because she has risen like a phoenix from the ashes. Has she not? Like, I had no clue who she was. Me I either. never saw Uncut Gems. She dates Kanye... And yes, Kanye, I guess, like put her on my radar, but then but for she the wrong kept herself there. Exactly. And she re She like rebranded very fast. I did see a tweet. And you can tell me anything about this. I'm honestly like still kind of for Emrata and Pete. Okay. I think that's fine. The post that she posted on her story of like Pete's face on a baby that she's holding and then wait i didn't get me from my carly photoshopped onto the man standing next to her oh my god it's a really strange picture but like that seems like they maybe probably have more in common personality wise than he and kim maybe did but oh i have to talk about one more thing after this i think julia fox and pete davidson would be almost a perfect couple i don't okay (laughs) i'm so sorry but i like firmly disagree with you and i'm trying to figure out how to articulate why i think julia fox kind of like transcends time (laughs) space energy aging 
She's either 80 or 20 mm-hmm. in my mind. She's lived 500 lives. She's like a culmination of all this chaotic, like almost early 2000s grunge yeah. energy. I agree with that. I want to see her do another movie. I didn't see Uncut Gems. I need to watch that. Uncut Me Gems. <laughs> I need to watch that, but never today that, so. mom picked me up from the airport and we were talking about like internships and things. And she goes, here's what I think. I think you should just email Taylor. <laughs> mom, what would <laughs> happen if you I, just that, called I, Taylor literally, up? Like literally I, like, a Christian But she moment. wasn't, she, w- she wasn't being, she was being serious. She was like, just be like, hi, Taylor. Oh my god! I'm a senior at Belmont. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I was like, you're like, oh, do you have her email address? <laughs> this isn't like I'm not like sending a cover letter to like businesses when hey I email Tay. Taylor. I have some. Hey <laughs> Tay, it's Phil. Um, just a senior at Belmont, Nashville. <laughs> represent Nashville. Love it here, um, and love you so much. And I just have some ideas about tickets. my future, our future, <laughs> our future even. I think I think that we could. It's it would she's be like going it to would take down be like year. when in that interview of Debbie Ryan where she's like, I walked into Disney oh and I God. looked at the CEO of Disney and I said, let's change the world. <laughs> and and that's what we're doing. The video where she's like, so wait, there was that one video where she's like so obviously like tweaking out. She's like every interview ever of her. I know it's crazy. And now she's married to the drummer of, of 21, pilots. 21 pilots. I know it's crazy. Um, um but yeah whose turn is it to do the recap yours i do think it's mine all right so recap for last week and other important details so the first thing we have to remember is that a long long time ago the girls were seeing dr sullivan to talk about the allison thing um and she advised that the girls kind of stay separate and then they stopped going to her we have not seen her she's now back and emily is interested in talking to dr sullivan and kind of telling her What's going on with A, like putting drugs into her lotions? She's super paranoid. A is just like really messing with her head. You know, Emily moved into Hannah's house. She was supposed to have her own room, but they were fixing the pipes. So she had to go into Hannah's room. I didn't really catch the fixing pipes thing, but they just mentioned it in the recap. So I guess it's important. Hannah is trying on her bridesmaid's dress for her father's, I was going to say funeral, for her father's wedding. And she meets Kate 2.0, and we also meet Kate 2.0. Beautiful girl, wretched girl. She takes Hannah and Mona horseback riding, um, but actually Hannah and Mona don't know how to horseback ride, so it goes terribly awry. And Hannah and Mona are in, like, one of the rooms, and there is a loudspeaker that is on, and Hannah doesn't know. And she is talking shit on Kate, saying, like, how awful she is and all kinds of stuff about how she's not happy her dad is getting married and Kate hears everything. So then Kate calls Hannah and she's basically like, I'm going to fucking break you. And so we're a little worried. We're a little worried about that. Emily got a massage from Ashley Marin. Um, Well, I'm sorry. Ashley Marin did not give Emily a massage. She gave her a gift card for a massage. So Emily goes to get it. But before the actual masseuse comes in to massage, Emily A actually comes in and gives Emily a massage. And then Emily finds out because A texts her, see how easy it is for me to get my hands around your neck. So Emily is really freaking out um, and questioning whether or not she's going to tell Dr. Sullivan. Ella Montgomery thinks that Ezra and Spencer are having a relationship because she saw them talking in Ezra's car um, because Spencer is super concerned about Aria and Jason thinks that something is going on there. So she was telling Ezra, like, go get your woman. 
He does go get his woman and they decide they're going to tell everyone and they're going to start with Arya's parents. Really amazing idea. We especially know it's not a good idea after Ella comments on how inappropriate and betrayed she thinks or how inappropriate it is and how betrayed she would feel if she thought Ezra was like having a relationship with a student. Jenna now knows that the girls know about her and Garrett. So she's really worried about that. Um, And Spencer found in Ian's old yearbook, like pictures of Ian, Jason and Garrett, and they are all belonging to the NAT club. So they're trying to figure out what that is. And they're kind of wondering if maybe A is actually more than one person because that would explain a lot. Mike is super duper depressed, which we know Byron and Ella are really worried, especially Byron. So we'll see what's going on there. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much it. Let's go. Okay. So the name of the episode is, I must confess. I just want to say something. You always yell at me for how I hold my microphone. (laughs) This whole time recording, you've been doing this. (laughs) No, I'm holding it like this. I'm holding it like this. Okay, so the name of this episode is <laughs> no. Confess. And then you go like this. These are different microphones. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> They're different. This, if I talk like this and I say, and I use plosives. Oh, I know. I've been noticing. Well, I haven't been using it, so that's kind of fucked up for you to say. Caroline has a habit of doing that. Like last week when I told her that I used Bing as my <laughs> search engine. <laughs> She goes, okay, that's the most Phoebe shit I've ever heard. It's not not even fucking true. Okay, well, here's the deal. Like, don't make shit up if you don't want to hear my comments on it. You should know by now. I may not say what you want to (laughs) hear. Okay. That's true. And that's your problem. I'm well aware of that. That's majorly your problem. Honestly, thank you for that because I think more people need someone like you in their life. Thank you. I agree. (laughs) Salt? To what? Take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, what I just said, <laughs> because I don't necessarily mean that in like, it's positive and it's not oh, I'm positive, shocked. it's negative and I'm it's not so negative. You know what you I mean? Um, because I think that I grew up being able, like, I, I don't hold grudges. I let things roll off my back and it might bother me for a couple of days, but then I'm like, well, <laughs> what am I going to do? And then I don't think about it again. Some people aren't able to do that but everybody needs someone like that in their lives no every no i'm not saying you're one of those people you oh. do hold grudges but i mean like you I love have a grudge grudges are healthy you have conditioned me because of how you to hold grudges. are sometimes no to not hold grudges because if i did i would have a gazillion grudges to hold against you against me what <laughs> yeah, because you're so mean oh my god take it back I'm so mean. Okay, you can say whatever the fuck you want, but I say I'm you're mean. mean. Yeah. <laughs> to you? Yes. Okay. Okay. Poll. This is gonna mean be. Mean is <laughs> not the word to use. Mean. This is gonna be a poll on. I the- am mean to you. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. No, I'm not a mean person. You just call me a mean person. To me. No. Not in general. I'm very nice to you. Sometimes. Overall, I'm very nice to you. <laughs> Guys, she's kind of mean to me on the pod, though. Oh, you're kind of mean to me on the podcast. (laughs) This is what you're doing right now. (laughs) You bitch. You fucking go and be mean to all of America and beyond. (laughs) As we speak, you're doing this to me. You're the one who's always like, okay. When I talk, you're like, so rude to me. (laughs) Okay, if I'm mean, you're rude. (laughs) 
Rude, rude, rude. <laughs> <laughs> I think instead of bloopers this season, I'm going to go back through every episode and find my favorite mean things that Carolina said to okay, me. Okay, well, then I'm going oh. to learn how to edit. Oh, and you I'm going to go through. Yeah, I am. And I'm going to go through <laughs> and find every fucked up thing you <laughs> said to me. Well, that's great. If that's what it needs to happen for you to learn how to do this, then perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> now we're fighting about how you edit it, which is a decision you made because this podcast was your idea. Never forget that. <laughs> this podcast was your idea, so you do the editing. Anyway, so the episode starts. It's the dead end. Anthony just texted me, is this a real fight? <laughs> I don't know. Anthony. Honestly, not sure. She's calling me mean. Anthony. And, and you disagree, right? And you disagree, right? Anthony. No, I'm not mean. You're not a mean person, but you are mean to me. I am not mean to you. It's not, I'm, it's not annoying to me. It's annoying to me that you're saying that because I'm not mean to you. I am nice to you. I do a lot of nice things for you. You do, but you also hey, say girl, mean things to me. Can you save me 10 me. bucks? Yeah, here's 20. <laughs> I'm not saying you're a mean person. You're saying I'm mean to you, though. Sometimes. You're mean to me sometimes. Okay. Okay, so then why are you acting like I'm the only mean person here? I'm not. You are. I haven't been acting like that. You have. All I was saying is that sometimes people need someone like that in their life who's going to say something mean to them because I think that people, like, what pisses me off about people is that, like, they don't know how to just, like, take it sometimes. You know what I mean? Isn't that so irritating to you when people, like, just take everything yeah, to heart? I don't want to add to your case. I don't want to build your case here. But when I was in college, I was in like vocal rep class. And, you know, they at you're supposed to give constructive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline was this kid. Like, if you, like, were you, okay, if you, let's set the scene here. If you're in an, like an English class in like high school mm-hmm. and you are like doing a peer review. People used to beg me to proofread their papers because I was harsh, but. But fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I and their papers were better for it. Caroline is a Spencer. Caroline's a Spencer. Um anyway, you're supposed to, it's the point to get better, you're supposed to give constructive criticism. And you're supposed to say like good things and, and like things to work on. Yeah. And I expected people to do that for me too. So it's not like, you know, I was just fucking being mean for fun. And it wasn't being mean. But I was giving helpful feedback mm-hmm. on this these girls and their performance of It's Possible from Cinderella. Mm. And I was like, I don't remember what my feedback was, but I was giving suggestions, which I hope they took because I know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just so I'm make that clear. And then they start like getting upset. And I remember this. In I'm front s- of everyone? Uh-huh. They are down on the stage, and I'm sitting in the back row with Clyde and I think Gibson. And they did, and like we're all, everyone's giving feedback, and I give mine, and they start getting like having attitude with me and getting like upset. Well, like, what was your feedback? I don't remember, but I, I, I was not mean to them. Like, I was like. You weren't like you're a shitty singer? No, of course <laughs> not. I like honestly probably talked to them the way I talk to my students now, where yeah. I'm like, you know, it was great here. I think we should try this or like, you know, whatever. We're here to get better. It's the point. I'm sorry. If you don't have a thick skin, you shouldn't be doing theater. 
That's or just anything. my advice for you. I, everybody or needs anything, thicker skin. Yeah. It's so irritating. Or like this annoyed me so much. So these girls start because I like had a reputation for being kind of mean for no reason because people thought that I looked mean, but I'm not mean. Yeah. So anyway, I just didn't need this like <laughs> added to it. And they start getting upset and I and they start like tearing up. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the delivery of that was perfect. They start like getting upset and tearing up. But anyway, I <laughs> and so I said, "Are you gonna cry?" <laughs> and they did. <laughs> I don't know if they heard me say it, but. Clyde and Gibson love to say now, are you going to cry? <laughs> Anthony does too. And I actually think I said it to him the other day. Um, oh my God. So we that's should an get example of like, but like you we, needed to be able to take it and you couldn't take it. So I had to ask merch. you, are you really about to cry? We need merch. We need tissues <laughs> that say, are you going to cry? cry? Well, but for real. Be fucking oh. for real. You're going to cry in music rep class after singing. It's possible. You did a duet. Some of us did solos. Okay, you did a duet. Because you couldn't carry it by yourself. Okay, I said I didn't say that that day, but I could have. I could have said, you guys aren't good singers, but I didn't. I said, why don't we try this? And then I said, are you going to cry? Oh, wow. I'm mad again. That's, huh. But yeah, long story short. Don't take everything so fucking personally. But here's the thing. Mom's going to listen to this and be like, well, the goose <laughs> needs to take her own advice because <laughs> Caroline can't take a joke. Okay. We actually we actually haven't even started talking about that. I know. That's what I'm saying. We've done a lot of storytelling of our own lives and not of Sarah Shepard's world. So and this isn't even just freaking Sarah Shepard's world at this point anyway. Okay. Where even were we? Emily is... Oh, you've well, not was, started. I was about to say Emily's sound asleep, but she's wide awake. She's she cannot sleep. She's, she's the antithesis restless. of sleepy. <laughs> awake. Awake. Ener energized. <laughs> energized, um, if you will. I have two bones to pick with Emily in this mm. scene. Okay, so she's laying there awake. Phone rings. She reaches into her bag. Why aren't you charging your phone? Why aren't you charging your phone when you go to sleep? Hannah also isn't because she gets up and like goes over to her desk and just like her phone was just sitting on her desk. Charge your fucking phones. Seriously. I guess when like you don't want to be reached, like <laughs> you don't. They're so like, it's, maybe it's that's really it. fine if it dies. They're like really like who's trying to contact me? Um, a okay, I'm good. But then my other qualm is her fucking leaving her phone when she leaves the house because she gets up, she can't sleep, she gets up, she leaves. We hear the car start. Hannah gets up, realizes she's gone, looking for her. And then finds her phone in her bag. And Emily left her phone there. Why? That is so imbecilic. I feel like some of the like cardinal rules of being a woman are that like you don't do anything alone. <laughs> like, you know, there are just things that you inherently know. And they're called survival instincts that you have as a woman. Especially a woman being stalked. Yeah. Like actively. So do you guys want to know what Emily did when she couldn't sleep? She went for a run by herself in the woods at 5:15, which at is like 5, I guess like a dark out. It's a fine time to go run. I'm sure people do, but like 
they might have their phone or they might do it on the suburban have streets. Your pho- uh, and also, not even to mention how unsafe it is, especially at this time in Emily's life. You're not listening to music? Oh my that God. That is like a form of low-grade torture. I'm super worried about Emily now. <laughs> I wasn't that worried. Now I'm super worried. Like, I'm sorry. If you go to the gym and you don't listen to music, I don't want to know about you. Because <laughs> I'm like scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. I don't want to know about you. At I don't want to know about you. That is weird. Yeah. Put some fucking Katy Perry on and run, girl. I don't listen to Katy Perry when I work out, but if I, I'm sure there are people who. Emily's do. listening to Pink, probably. Oh yeah. Oh, what even happened to Pink? I can't. I can't with this show. Okay. So, early morning before school meeting, though, all the girls are now in Hannah's room. I was not expecting what we saw on Emily's phone. I know. It's fucking crazy. So they show... (laughs) This shot opens with Aria, like, pulling back all of Emily's clothes in Hannah's closet. And she's like... I don't know what she's looking for. Does she think Emily was in there? She's like, maybe she went back into the closet. Can you imagine Emily... (laughs) (laughs) Ah! That's so funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is funny, Phoebe. Thank you. Good job. Thanks. Nice. Um... (laughs) Aria also is like, she's like, Emily's been through a lot. Like she's, I bet she went back to Texas. Like she's so scared. Like, you know, and she should be. A gave her a massage. Like it's horrible. And we think Aria is like being sympathetic. And then Hannah's like, she hasn't slept for weeks. And Aria goes, well, who has? (laughs) Okay. We were one second ago talking about how Emily's been like physically touched by A. And like you haven't, bitch. We're about Caroline and I are about to touch on something that we realized at the end of this segment of <laughs> scenes that is absolutely the most bonkers, but also makes the most sense in the world that this mm-hmm. is the situation the girls are in. Anyway, so we see on the phone a picture of Ezra kissing. We know it's Aria, but it looks like it's just Someone. a brown-haired girl yeah so it, it could be spencer brown hair girl <laughs> oh my god we got the giggles because we're in person we're gonna be recording so much this weekend you know y'all are gonna be sick of us <laughs> we're not releasing it all at the same time are we that's yeah, all coming out at one time <laughs> we're not editing anything oh my god can you imagine if we just like didn't we should edit do that one time we just like released it we should do a live episode and then upload it i was thinking that but people would riot in the streets because of the stuff we'd have to be really censored yeah we yeah um and so aria well hannah goes aria is that you <laughs> of course it's me or what did she say <laughs> obviously I, yeah, I think like, so. of course it's me yeah like who else okay. would it be okay sorry it's also like just a picture of a girl and a boy kissing aria's like what, what who else would it be <laughs> none of you are fucking making out none of you are having sex i'm having sex with two men in my mind <laughs> Jason and Z. <laughs> so what did you think it was you? It's crazy. It's insane. Anyway. And, and then we have my favorite line. This is an iconic line. Spencer. Arya's like, of course it's me. And Spencer goes, well, unless you're Arya's mom, in which case, in which case it's Spencer slutting it up. <laughs> slutting it up. Remember when that used to be like a saying? So it's the picture of Arya and Ezra kissing and it says, clue Ella in and I'll let you out to Emily. So I guess that explains why Emily left her phone at home and she took off and she just went for this run to clear her head or whatever, psychotic. She ends up running all the way to Dr. Sullivan's office. She gets there. Guess who's already there? 
the liars. <laughs> I know. Because Go she, to school. She, <laughs> she answers the door, Dr. Sullivan, and she goes, Emily, we're all here. As if it's I like, like it's an a intervention. In like, who is Yeah, we? because the last we saw, it was Dr. Sullivan mm-hmm. talking to a. to a. Yeah, it was the last A scene. So Emily goes in and they're kind of like talking to each other, not Dr. Sullivan, and she's very confused. And finally, Spencer says, someone is trying to hurt us, and they've been trying to hurt us for a really long time. And Dr. Sullivan is like, wait, I'm the first person you're ever telling? Like, why did you wait so long to tell anyone? To which I say, that's called victim blaming, actually. They're teenage girls. Don't ask them that question. But two, we ask ourselves that question. Why have they waited so long to tell anyone? And here's the answer. It's literally just because Aria is in a relationship that's illegal. Just Aria. That's it. Because at this point, everyone knows Emily's a lesbian. Caleb was found out that he was living in Hannah's house. I mean, Hannah's feelings are all out there about her dad's marriage. Spencer and the boys was exposed. Like, the only thing is the Jenna thing. But even that, I mean, if they think A is like the Jenna team, then they're safe in that realm because Jenna is now scared of the girls. Like, there's just, it's literally only that. Which is so classic. Classic. Like, uh, at, at what point do you just look at Arya and say, sorry. sorry. You, gotta, <laughs> you gotta stop fucking a 30-year-old. Sorry. Like, we we can't do this anymore. We're all in literal <laughs> danger. We and can't for do this, this reason, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, while the girls are all there, Toby's working at Jason's house. And he just, like, sees Jenna and Garrett's car. It's really weird. Cherries and like lining up She's the pits. Lining up the pits like in a perfect line to which I say, How? Huh. She's just feeling around, I guess. <laughs> and then Garrett gets in the car how's and kisses she not, her and Toby sees. How's she like not it. knocking all of them down? The way that Garrett kisses her, vile. 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 I don't ever want to see that again. Oh my god, speaking of vile, on the vile files, there was like this whoever his last guest was this past week or this week was he's probably like I don't think he's quite 30, but they're like talking about how you keep your marriage fresh and stuff. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so glad you listened to this. And he, he, cause they were talking about like leaving paradise and it's like, how do you find new ways to like, mm-hmm. do you ever get tired of it? And he was like, no, like I see my parents. Like, I don't think that I'll ever get tired or like things will be like this, like things will irritate me, but it's like, they're going to always be things that don't irritate me. And he was like, but I mean, like, I'm not 40, so I don't really know. I don't have, like, 20 years of experience. And it killed me because oh Nick is 41. Nick is 41. Isn't he 42? He might be at this point. And he's dating a fucking 21-year-old. No, she's 25. No, she's not. She's not 21. She's, like, my age. We talked about this. No, she was your age when they started dating. Oh. Yeah, no, she's not. she's not 21 anymore. They would have had to start dating when she was like a minor for her to be 21, though. Okay, so the girls are sitting outside at school eating um, lunch. Hannah's grandma walks up. At first, I'm assuming it has to be her maternal grandmother. Aren't you? Mm -hmm. Like, at first. She walks up. She goes, Hannah, I never would have recognized you. I've never seen you eat anything green. You're eating a salad. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god immediately <laughs> immediately the digs and it, it just like goes right like it just bounces right off hannah she just doesn't even like react i'm sorry if my grandma said that to me i'd crumble you wouldn't see me for a week <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't see me actually ever eat anything except a salad 
ever again. <laughs> I wasn't physically seen for over a year. <laughs> okay, Taylor. Okay, Tay Tay. Um, <laughs> I also have another question. Why is grandma at school? With the visitors <laughs> pass on. You didn't have to come to school to use the bathroom. Literally, she's like, where's the bathroom? I have to wipe some dookie from my lily or whatever she says. Well, that's what she says. She says Hannah has to do that. Oh, I thought she said she had to do that. That's why Hannah has to come with her. But oh then, my like, God, Hannah has to what? Oh. But I don't think that, I think that that was her being. It was a joke. Yes, but then we don't. I, but then Hannah still literally does go with her to I the was expecting there to be a conversation, like the conversation they have in the kitchen later. Mm-hmm. In the Like, I thought that's why we were getting this scene. Because the only other notable things that happen in this scene really is that they're just talking about how it's not like their parents already think there's somebody after them yeah after the whole fashion show thing and then spencer (laughs) spencer brought hannah these two encyclopedia sized books about horses to give to kate (laughs) as a peace offering (laughs) and spencer goes she's gonna know they're used (laughs) (laughs) spencer's my kind of fucking girl she's gonna know they're used no but it's also like spencer how often do you go are the are the pages dog-eared? That Do you is annotate so it? Funny. That is so funny. Oh, my God. Okay, so then we go to the Montgomery house. And Byron and Ella are having a very tense conversation about Mike. He has started seeing a therapist who specializes in teen depression. depression. And Byron's like, well, the therapist thinks he should be seeing a psychiatrist, which the difference between therapist and psychiatrist is a psychiatrist can prescribe medicine. And he's really like... Going back to this whole thing, like, this is genetic. My brother, you know, he's in the same family. This could be affecting him the same way. Ella's just not hearing it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, it's a, they both have very valid sides of the argument. It's really interesting to watch. It's a listening older. issue. It's a problem of they won't listen to each other. And they're also, like, it. Ella doesn't seem open to no. hearing the psychiatrist out or seeing the thought process for it she yeah. has just determined that her, for her son prescriptions aren't gonna fix answer. it which i understand there are lots of people that feel that way especially for someone young um and she does say there are kids that need it and it's like it's worth especially if it's as important to your husband it's worth just having a conversation like well, go to the psychiatrist and see, like, is that the first thing they're going to try to do? Or is, is it going to be more of a conversation? And like, yeah, you know, like, you don't know. But it's just an option. Yeah. And, 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 and Ella's Mike, not even you, oh, you can also talk be. to Mike and see what, like, he thinks. Or you could talk to Mike's therapist and say, do you think this is what, like, you know what I mean? And but I also think it's like neither one of them is wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's hard because Ella's not wrong to say that she doesn't think it should be the first thing you know, decision they make is to put him on meds. And she's not wrong to say that she might not want to put him on meds. And Byron's not wrong to say we need to explore this because of our family history. Like, they're both in the right. Right. They're just, they, you know, they can't reach a compromise. But what they need to do is actually put both of their own thoughts to the side and think about Mike, I think. I like, agree. I don't know. I mean, Because Mike is going tough. through it. But there is, like, Arya has... Arya walks into any given room and immediately makes herself the main character. Yeah, of course. Because they are, like, screaming at each other, Byron and Ella. And Arya walks in through the back door and just, like, she does that thing where she's walking fast and then she realizes that there's something going on and she just, like, pulls herself back and freezes. She's like, is this about Mike? (laughs) 
and Byron doesn't want to tell her and Ella does. So it's just like, again, the very different kind of parenting styles we have going on here. So then Aria goes to Mike's room where Mike is just like on his computer listening to music and she opens the door and is like, can you come set the table? He's also like talking to someone. Oh, he is. He's I didn't like notice that. messaging. Okay. Yeah. Always a Aria bad has sign. has a line about it. Like, because she's like, you need to come help with dinner. And he's like, just go just shut the door. And she's like, no, I'm not going to leave. And she starts walking towards him. And she's like, you need to like come down here. You don't need to just be talking to these people all the time. Oh, yeah. Like people you don't even know on the Internet. And he's being really secretive about whatever is happening mm-hmm. on there. Like he wants to, he's like trying to shut his computer so no one can look. And they kind of get into a little fight. And then Ella comes in. And, and she. Starts, I forgot about this. This is fucking crazy. Ella basically comes in to like lay down the law and lay down the law. I realized last episode I like slurred a couple of my words. So I wanted to be better about that. Oh, I've been slurring. my. It's like I can't talk. I noticed that too. I was about listening. Me? No, no, no. Oh. About me. Like there are a couple of times last week where I was like, fuck. Like, there, I'm like embarrassed because there are some times when I really like. And I know mom notices. I know. But I think it's just because we're talking so much. Mm. So Ella comes in <laughs> to lay down the law. And um, it just escalates really quickly. It, and it is like zero to 100. She goes and grabs his computer. And Mike stands up and like basically like I think he tries to grab the computer. But he basically throws Ella across the room. Well, I think what was happening is they're doing kind of like I was trying to figure out like what went wrong here. I mean, a lot went wrong, but I was trying to figure out, like, what Physically. the steps were. So what I actually think happened is I think they were playing, like, a tug of war with the computer. So, like, she's holding it one way. He's holding it the other way. And they're pulling, pulling, pulling. And they're both pulling so hard. And then I think he let go. And she slammed into the wall. And hit her and wrist. hit her wrist. Either that or... Because I, I, it's not like he pushed her. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it did seem to be kind of an accident. Yeah, but he, and then well, there he, was no remorse. Well, I think he did have a moment of like, oh my fuck, like what is happening to me? Like I saw this flash over him like, like I can't believe I just did that to my mom. What is happening to me? And then he runs in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, but I don't think he can articulate in that moment because I think he's like, oh my God, I'm going to be in so much trouble. She's so mad at me. She's hurt. I need to just like get out of the situation. Like if I say anything, I'll make it worse. Yeah. And he just went to the bathroom. So I do think he cared about it. I just think he was like. I think he's having a moment like he doesn't understand what's happening to him either. Like, right. I think he, his emotions feel very out of his control, which we are definitely seeing. So he's not in a place to articulate remorse. No, but Arya stands there and Ella's like crying and she is like the fucking Rue fight in Euphoria. Yes. And she's like, don't, I mean, it's not like Like actually at all, but just because I feel like there's a moment where someone hits into the bookshelf or something and like falls. And um, I was like, don't tell your father. If he asks about this, I felt on the stairs, whatever, whatever. And Arya's like, no, I we have to tell him. And Ella's like, no, I'm going to handle it. It just needs to be just needs to be between us or whatever. So then we move to the Marin kitchen where we're back with Tom's mom. We realize that it's not Ashley's mom. It's Tom's mom, yeah. which is Ooh, really I guess he's like obsessed with bizarre bizarre Ashley dynamic but it's also like is obsessed with ashley and hannah but is still super critical of them so hannah walks in she's on the phone with caleb 
and like talking about how cold the water is in the Pacific Ocean and all this stuff. And then um, she like says, he like took someone's swimsuit and she's like, I'm just jealous of anything else being close to you. Cringe, gross, yeah, cringe. You're in the grandma's cringing in the back. You can see it. Yes. So then Hannah, we find out, well, she like goes down the other line and it's her dad. And he wants Hannah and Kate to do a joint speech at the rehearsal dinner. Which Are we did already say. at the rehearsal dinner? Um, yes. Do you, I mean, do you recall? Oh, right. Because she like had the super quick turnaround with the dress. So, yeah. So um, she's like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. Like, I'm like what is she going to say? No. And her grandma's like, you can't do it. I don't think you should. In fact, I don't think you should do any of it. I don't think this wedding should be happening. Like, why is he marrying her? And then Ashley comes in and she's like, ah, there you are all dressed up like Condoleezza Rice. What the fuck? I I didn't quite get that. I don't see that. It's just funny. And then she's like why are you letting him marry her like you need to go fight for your man and like he's obsessed with you he still loves you and it's just like ridiculous and ashley just puts a stop to it she's like we're not doing this today it's enough so and and she tries to like involve hannah and ashley's like not happening what kills me is ashley goes what are you doing with all the bowls and she (laughs) says oh i'm trying to find a better spot for them so they're not so far from the stove um okay then we go to school Dr. Sullivan is the keynote speaker of the assembly. And Arya's dressed to the fucking nines. Like she is at Literally, the inauguration she's dressed like she's for going a president. to the nutcracker. She looks at Christmas time. <laughs> is she not? Yes, but I was th- but she looks like that, but it also looks like she thinks she's dressed like Jackie O. Yeah, well, one of the kids I babysat, her mom just posted like one of her old Christmas dresses on Facebook and was like, Does anyone need like a holiday dress? And, like, it looks exactly like what Ari is wearing. And she's she's now in sixth grade, but she was in, like, fifth or fourth grade when she wore that. So. Well, I'm, like, pretty sure I wore that outfit to the Nutcracker at one point, probably. 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 She looks ridiculous. And her eyeshadow also looks ridiculous. There are some people, specifically really pale people, that, like, red burgundy eyeshadow is not the not look. Because it makes you look sick. Yes, it makes you look like you have pink eye. Yeah. Or, like, you, like didn't have like a rash so dr sullivan's giving a speech about bullying specifically cyber bullying and how no one should be doing it and the girls are just like freaking out they had someone on a soapbox in the writer room writer's room for the past like four episodes yes for sure he was like we just really need to use our show for good we need to (laughs) really be showcasing these difficult issues that are literally these like teens yeah like that's so it's giving like Amer- like uh i almost said american horror story secret life of the american teenager yeah where like everything just, under the sun like the everything writing the was not sink. they couldn't hide it it yeah. felt like you were watching a, a video they would show you in health to tell you why you shouldn't have yeah. sex as a teenager exactly um so the girls leave and they're like do you think it was in there like but they haven't gotten a text so they don't think so i have to comment on what hannah's wearing She's wearing a turquoise dress, black lace tights, and a leopard print thick belt over the turquoise dress. There is just way too fucking much going on, and I'm, like, so sick of it. Get a better stylist. That's all I have to say. Get a better stylist. So they're all talking. Jenna walks out, and they have a little altercation with Jenna, um, where basically they're just like, 
or Jenna's like, well, it's a shame that Dr. Sullivan, St. Sullivan wasn't around when your friend Allie was like doing everything she was doing. Yeah. And Emily kind of like bites back at Jenna. What does she say? She said, well, they like, they all kind of get into it for a second. It's just surprising from Emily. And then Emily goes... Um, and could you move your stick? Well, she there says, are people trying to walk. She says something else too. I don't remember what it is. Like something about like Jenna being a bully. I don't know. Yeah. She says, I think she calls Jenna a bully and then she says, and can you move your stick? So Emily's finding her voice and we love that journey for her. Wait, we didn't talk about Toby and Spencer, which is the best because, because Spencer says, they're basically talking about Jenna and like if uh, Jenna's involved with the A team or whatever. If they're trying to figure out why Jenna and Garrett were at Jason's house. Spencer is basically like, what? Well, <laughs> what did she call her? Yeah. So they're basically like, is the NAT club back together? And then Spencer goes, well, is Jenna the mascot for the We See Everything club? Which is problematic okay so we're at the rehearsal dinner not as fun as mine it almost looks like everybody's arriving at the hotel like the hotel like that's kind of the vibe it's not no one's like sitting and eating which i guess we had like a cocktail hour before but that's not what it feels like because people are very like dispersed yes it's also very bright in there Mm -hmm. like it's very i don't know um but so Hannah and Kate are kind of making amends and Hannah gives her the books and Kate's like, thank you. And they're just playing nice. Um, while Hannah's grandmother is wild and out. She's literally like, don't remember you. Don't remember you. None of you are fucking important. And I'm not senile. Okay. <laughs> I just, you're not important. Like is basically <laughs> what she's saying. She's like coming for everyone there. She's so just unhappy to be there iconic iconic energy also notice that kate talks like samara yeah like a lot she also kind of looks like her is that why samara's gone she had to neither play can, kate? neither can live while the other survives there can only be one like <laughs> literally it seems that way she just straightened her hair and we thought it was seriously yeah kate oh my gosh they go sit down to write this speech why are we writing it i understand you're not friends you don't live together but like you do you have spoken on the phone but they did they, i think it was a couple hours ago I thought it was the day before. Even so. Like they school all day. Or like come in with some ideas ready. Like write some shit down on a piece of paper. I don't know. They're writing it at the dinner. I don't understand why they have to do a joint one. I don't know either. Have why can't they both have one of them do it at the rehearsal dinner and one of them do it at the wedding? That you would have a best man and a maid of honor do it, have the two daughters. Yeah, exactly. Or have like Hannah do it at the beginning of the dinner. Kate does it at the end. I was gonna say Hannah can speak for Tom and Kate can speak for Isabel, but it's like what is Hannah really gonna say about I guess that's true. So my dad left me. Womp womp. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. Um yeah, so then Kate pulls out a water bottle full of vodka man so high school so high school literally flashbacks and she's like putting it in their lemonades did you ever my one of my like my favorite stories of like high schoolers drinking is when like they don't know that alcohol doesn't freeze oh. or that like they don't put it together that like well that happened at our house water once. does freeze because and this wasn't me we were having a party that mom and dad were at. It was like a party after I did Susical, mm-hmm. senior year of high school. And my two friends, 
Gabe and Luke drank some vodka and replaced it with water and then put it in the freezer. And mom sends me a picture like months later, like alcohol doesn't freeze. I was like, this was actually not me. And she, she knows it was them, but yeah, but I, I never took alcohol from mom and dad ever. Like, can you imagine doing that from our parents? No, I was so Our mom always had lines on. Yeah, she well, (laughs) literally mom would like draw lines in the bottles. so She knew where they were. Um, Yeah, so they are high school drinking, putting vodka in their lemonade, and it's going to be their liquid courage for the speeches. I have a feeling it's going to go wrong. Something's going to go awry. Yeah. Then Ashley and Emily. They just have like a cute little heart to heart, Ashley and Emily. I know, it's so cute. Well, Ashley's having a rough night and rightfully so. For sure. She's like kicking off the heels, pouring a glass of wine, microwaving a lean cuisine, kill no. me. That that gets me. That's giving college. It's giving <laughs> college. Oh God. It's sad. It's giving diet culture. It's giving diet culture. <laughs> hey, um, there are some solid flavors of I lean agree. cuisines. I love their like well, they have a cauliflower pizza one. Too. It's so it's really good. good. I know. I also love their their uh, chicken Alfredo. Mm. It's very good. Yeah. They do have some good ones for sure. So Emily just goes down and kind of like keeps her company. And Emily tells her that she and Samara are over. And that's that's kind of that. Well, Ashley's a really good quote that leads Emily to do what she's about to do. Mm. And she's like, sometimes when we're wondering like what, where we lie in a situation and we think about it and we don't talk to the other person, we fill in their side of the conversation Mm -hmm. and that does a lot more harm to you and the other person than good. And I think Emily's like, well, I just think that Ashley is like the cool aunt figure for Emily of like, they're having the conversations that Emily needs to be able to have with her mom, but can't. And like sometimes you, there are just conversations you're not going to have with your mom. I agree. But you need an older figure in your life mm-hmm. to give you guidance. Someone older and wiser. Totally. Um, um, then we get Dr. Sullivan leaving her office. Would you not absolutely no. evaporate? Uh, I don't know what I would do. Shambles. I don't know what I would do. I think I'd start screaming in Rosewood Times Square. Like I actually think that I would start <laughs> I would hyperventilating a and start shrieking. I would end up on national news. I know. No, for sure. It would be like in the morning show when Reese Witherspoon. Have you watched the morning show? Parts of it. Okay. I don't know which part it's you're like talking about. It's like the beginning, though. I think. And it's Reese Witherspoon and like she's filming some like news segment and someone comes up to her and like taps on the shoulder. She's like, I'm so like she's like, she like freaking out like that's what would well no happen. another Reese Witherspoon scene it might be like is the end of little fires everywhere because I'm not perfect yes you are so good oh my god are you okay <laughs> you are not built for Reese Witherspoon impersonations <laughs> are we oh my god are you okay yeah do you need water um you have coffee yeah <laughs> I just need a moment. You, okay. you keep on going. Okay. Reese, I um, love you. Yeah, so Dr. Sullivan receives a call. It is just her voice over and over and over again on a loop saying, and I'm the first person you've told about this. So A, fucking, I mean, like I'm like I'm surprised, honestly, recorded the session this morning 
calls Dr. Sullivan, plays it. So she knows like, you know, you're not alone in there. And then Dr. Sullivan hangs up, A calls her back, it plays again. So she promptly goes back in her office, calls the police. She's like, we need to figure out this place was bugged from the inside. It's not going to be in the hallway. Who walks in? Fucking Officer Garrett Reynolds. Last person we want to see in there. I hate that man. And he's like digging because he, I think, knows it was the girls kind of because she's like, there were multiple people in here and like, there's no way they did it. And Garrett's like, well, if you would just tell us their names, maybe we could find out. And he like keeps trying to get their names, which she won't give out, but you can kind of see on his face that he, he knows who it is. Then um, Poison and Wine by the Civil Wars starts oh, playing. Oh, so good. I love oh that my song. God, I wish they hadn't so broken good. up. I wish they were still making music. Their voices are so good. So good. And the song is perfect for this moment. Yes. And we see Emily sitting in the Rosewood Grill, the Apple Rose Grill. I fucked it up yeah, that time. Yeah, thank you for correcting yourself. The Apple Rose Grill. And she's sitting there. She seems a little nervous. And then I, I immediately am like, oh. Phoebe like exclaims. She's like, oh my God, <laughs> what's about to happen? And she was right. Maya walks in. Maya St. Germain, as I live and breathe, but you do not. She <laughs> is here. She she glides right over. She, she levitates right over. Appears, if you will. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't walk in. She appears. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wait. And I also need to say I've been rewatching Vampire Diaries for some reason. I don't know why. Is she in that? Yes. That's she's Emily Bennett. Yes. A ghost. Yes. Yes. And I like jump scared. Jumped out of my seat when I I forgot. Yeah, she plays like Bonnie's great 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 right, great right, grandma right. or whatever. The witch Emily Bennett. She's a witch and a ghost. She was also in Teen Wolf, I think, and she was in a show in the nineties that was supernatural. And I she's think. also like forty, so good for her. Yeah, and she's related to Beyonce. Again, good for her. Bianca Lawson is winning. But here's what I'll say: How refreshing is it for Emily to have a scene with someone who she just uh, has to like see a genuine chemistry with? I know, and to see a genuine smile on her face, like to see her. We're back to that Shay Mitchell smirk. I know, like Maya. Sits I didn't down. know how much I would miss it. Emily goes, "Hello, Maya." I hate this. Though. I hate the they hello. Go, hello, Maya. Hello, hello Emily. Emily. <laughs> Horrible. Just uh, kiss already. Maybe it's Emily that's a little awkward. I may think they're both awkward. No, Maya does Maya's not awkward. She's just peculiar. She okay, yeah. She's completely confident <laughs> in her awkwardness, which just equals peculiar. Yeah, you're totally right. Okay, then we have an insane scene. Jump scare. Spencer and Toby hooking up in the oh, car. Point, the, the the that song is playing and we go from that like sweet moment. So like a hot and heavy like a, in the freaking Mustang. They're hooking up in in or whatever. Toby's. Oh, it's a truck, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's not a Mustang. The Mustang. The freaking Mustang. Yeah. Oh my god. No, in the in Toby's truck. And you might think, huh? They're in the woods. They're in a parking lot. They're anywhere but where they are. But no. Yeah, they're in they an are, even better spot. They are in the middle of the road just positioned right in front of jason's house yeah just parked right in front of his house just Which like if we if we know anything about his house it's kind of tucked away mm-hmm. so so why are you there <laughs> also, if it's tucked away why are you also tucked away also with spencer it? you live right next door go to your house your dad's not your, home your dad's literally your not dad home. is not home <laughs> so you have a bar i've actually got tabs on your dad and you can go home <laughs> or go to the barn yeah literally go to the woods go anywhere else Go to Toby's house. His his sister can't see you. <laughs> like you could literally go anywhere else you choose to go in front of Jason's house. 
You're like, is this some like, kind of like sick, perverted fantasy of Probably. yours, Spencer? She's like, I like to live on the edge. Because Toby goes, oh my God, I think I just saw something. And Spencer's like, did you have your eyes open? Spencer's like, how could you <laughs> keep your eyes open? You're not lost in this moment with me. She's like, I have allotted exactly 17 minutes for us to hook up. And if you're not enjoying every moment of it, like, I don't know how to help you. Because <laughs> I don't have time. I'm busy. It's all work. Okay. Oh, my God. I have a case to solve. <laughs> I have to go work on the case. Um, so then Spencer turns around. That's why Toby can't come over. She's, oh, right, she's she got a case has everything going case. on. She's got like she's got like a full yeah. conspiracy theory like board yes. in her room. She's like, I don't want you to see me like this. It's like, no, we don't want to see it either. She then sees there are actually two people in Jason's house. Need to know if they're on the second level. They are upstairs. Okay, and and, and like typically in the upstairs is like bedrooms. And they're like kind of close together because we see that there are. Two, two shadows, two like shadows in, in one, one window. window. Exactly. Exactly. So then Spencer, like some psychopath, gets out of the car to like go investigate further. Who walks out of the house? Peter Hastings, Phoebe's biggest crush, walks out of Jason <laughs> DeLorentis' house. Guys, literally so awkward. A major shock. Phoebe was like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> um, and Spencer's like, dad. <laughs> She's horrified. Um, he then lies about why he's there. He's like, well, we're just, you know, talking about the fence or whatever. And Spencer's like, I know that zoning canceled that actually, <laughs> or whatever. She's those She's kind like, of check me. zoning. Yeah. Check me. Um, and he's like, well, I don't owe you any answers. Toby, Toby, no. Toby, Toby, what are we thinking? <laughs> what, what, do you what know, are you doing? Do you know what family you were like dating into? <laughs> Literally an insane move. He talks back. A fumble. He talk, he performs back talk. <laughs> and which, that's back talk if I've ever seen it. Which and is my parents would say I'm a freaking expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say I don't know back talk, talk back, when I, Caroline. <laughs> I would be like, I don't know what talking back is. Like that is talking back. Like, I thought this was a conversation. <laughs> and literally, like I'm just we have, we're literally having a conversation. Do not talk back to me. Okay, I'm just. It could be like, don't talk back to me. I say, okay. Oh. I know that <laughs> yeah yeah they just want us to nod and like salute i know so yeah so toby goes yeah you kind of do owe her answers Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> could not be me i'd be i would have already run for the hills peter hastings flips the fuck out at spencer like screaming insane scary very scary where's jason I'm sure Jason didn't run out of the house. He like always seems to be like running out of the house to see what's going on. You know, he's like running. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you running There's from? like always a sense of urgency. <laughs> what are you running from? <laughs> 21. Can you do some for me? Guys, we did. I don't know if we talked about this last week. <laughs> we did. I think. What the fuck is wrong with Drake? I don't know what's going on with them, but that song's going to catch. But I posted on my close friends today. Now the antihero was number one again this week. And I covered up Drake's okay, name. I was wondering if Billboard did that. Because <laughs> didn't Billboard post it? Well, yeah, but I like I know, the but I was like, oh, are they being a joke? Are they being a joke? <laughs> stop being a joke. Stop being a joke. Are they making a joke? Spencer like runs and gets in Toby's car, which is not what Peter Hastings wanted her to do. He hits the oh car. Oh my God. It's actually scary. I would be sobbing. Spencer's stronger than me. She literally is just like, oh, it's just a day in the life. <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, she is just so busy. She's go, go, go all the time. She's that like, she can't I even like, to get back because, to the it, lab. <laughs> <laughs> the lab is her bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, back to 
the lab. <laughs> Before she goes into her room, she like washes her hands, literally puts gloves she on, scrubs in. She, her dad she, has. She's like, you can't come in here. I have sensitive chemicals in the air. I don't want to be. Res- I'm not responsible. I have. I didn't make you sign the the waiver, and I can't be responsible if something happens to your lungs if you inhale what's in here. I'm, my body's used to it by now. <laughs> I actually did exposure therapy to these chemicals. My body's used to it now. <laughs> so anyway, that's what happened. <laughs> we find out that Maya has been back for two weeks. If I'm Emily, I'm losing my mind. Why the fuck didn't you call me? I would be beside myself. She said she was 45 minutes away. Okay. There's a this train. is like when my, my college boyfriend, he and I broke up because he went backpacking through Europe for an indeterminate amount of time. He like didn't know. And I was heartbroken, heartbroken. Mom and I, this is months, months, months later. I'm still heartbroken though. Mom and I go to the place he used to work because it's like a dessert bar. So we go there to get dessert knowing he's not going to be there because, you know, it's safe. And I knew all the people that work there, whatever. And so one of the guys behind the bar is like, oh my God, have you seen him yet? And I was like, what? Because, oh my God, yeah, he's been back for like a couple weeks. And he hadn't like reached out to me. And mom immediately was like, do we need to go? I was like, we need to go. I'm, I like was losing it. I was losing it. I was so upset. I did end up seeing him, but like <laughs> I was so upset. Like you've been back for two weeks and you and didn't tell me. And it's not like they broke up and didn't talk. Like we've been talking. But like, so like this, I'm like, uh. it's the, it's because it's like you didn't want to see me. You went out of your way, actually. Well, not out of your way, but you just like didn't. I don't know. It's crazy. So yeah, she didn't call Emily, and she's basically just putting together that Emily is in a drastically different space mm-hmm. emotionally and mentally than she was when Maya yeah. left. Well, and Maya goes, "Why did you call me? Um, <laughs> we never broke up. <laughs> We're still together." <laughs> Emily's like, "I've, I've been, been waiting on for you. you. I've been cheating on you." Maya's like, "I'm not gay anymore. <laughs> like, I went to that camp, and I'm not gay anymore." That's that honestly, is not the kind of camp she was sent to. Oh, it wasn't? No. Oh, it was like... It was for drugs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was just like a camp for like any like teen who was going through something. No, it was... Well, I think it was, but it wasn't like... It's like that style of camp, though. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the, so like she... They talk about Pam and how Pam is like chill now, kind of. As, as chill as Pam can be. Maya's like not giving me what I need, though. Because she's like, oh, wow, like, Pam, hey, it's me. I have a feeling like she wouldn't be cool with it if she's like, she just is kind of like being a bitch. And then Emily's like, I just want to talk to you and I have plans and blah, blah, blah. And Maya's like, okay, whoa, slow down. I'm not going anywhere until I get my calamari. <laughs> but it's just like. And they hold hands. Emily is excited, though. Emily's excited, but it's like, let her be excited. Why aren't right. you excited? It's weird. Why aren't you excited, Maya? Then we go forward, though. And this oh is the God. first side of their conversation. She goes, wait, she drowned you in the pool and then you dated her? She shoved your head underwater and you still dated her? And Emily she laughs. She didn't actually drown Emily. <laughs> Emily's not a ghost. It's just Maya. <laughs> just Maya. Emily is like laughing as if it's funny like, or a joke. Uh, but Emily's like, oh, that's a good point. It's like, yeah, I remember that. 
Remember that that's a good point. Yeah. I wish the casting department thing would remember. Fucking thinking, I feel like the showrunners were like, okay, so the public feeling weird about Paige. Um, we got her out of there. They're still wondering why Emily dated her after we made Paige try to drown her. Like maybe that was a mistake on our part, but we have to acknowledge it somehow. So and Maya's going to come back and Maya's going to say it. And then eventually... I mean, we're going to have to bring her back. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, because we can't find any other people that are looking for acting like, work in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. There, we have a shortage of actors. We never thought we'd say we have a shortage of actors. And it's just like, we're never going to find someone who has chemistry with Shay. Like, what? Lindsay Shaw oh has chemistry me, with Shay. Kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me, So. Um, and they're just, like, talking or whatever. Yeah. Things seem like they might go well. Then we have, like, a sweet moment between Mike and Aria. Oh. It hurts. So yeah, here's where like we're seeing that remorse from him. Yeah. Arya goes to his room. He's just like sitting there crying with the door open. And he looks at her and he's like, is mom going to be okay? Well, what kills me is he's like sitting there on his bed back to the door. Mm-hmm. And Arya like goes to turn into her room. And li- I think literally Arya lives her life as if she is in a play. Oh, 100%. And she like walks up to the door, touches the door frame, turns with her heel up. Yeah. And she just like longingly looks She's at like, Mike. Having her internal monologues like, do I even bother? <laughs> She's like, Arya, he's your brother. Okay. And he needs you. He needs someone. <laughs> and he might not want to see you, but he needs to see you. Arya, you can do this. Don't be scared by what you just saw him do to Ella. <laughs> because you know she calls her Ella. <laughs> he's not going to do that to you. And if he does, he's not himself. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so he's like, is mom going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? So this prompts like a really good family discussion, though. It seems it's going to. Well, first, Arya comes down, and it feels like the scene where they finally tell her her parents about Ezra. And it's not. But, like, she comes down there as if she is about to tell every secret she's ever. She said, we don't need any more secrets in this family. I know. It's like, well, we need one. You need one, apparently. <laughs> we, he, you shouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, why? Well, let's let's get to the root of the secrets. Why is it a secret? If it's a secret because... If it's a secret because it's a bad thing that you shouldn't be doing, then, like, maybe just think about not doing that. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so Arya goes down and she's like, we need to have a talk about Mike. I don't have any secrets. He didn't just rob one house. I've known about this. I thought I was helping him by not telling you. And then Mike comes down the steps. So it looks like we're going to have a big old family meeting. And hopefully we solve some shit. Now we have some horrible things that go on. Oh, my God. Kill me. We go to the bathroom. The bathroom at the... at The um, the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, the rehearsal dinner. Hannah's plastered. <sighs> She's so drunk. She's being, like, annoying. Yeah. Hannah's on my nerves. Why'd you drink so much? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I feel amazing. I'm going to move into this bathroom, number one. And then Kate pulls out the wedding dress. And she's like, oh, it's the most beautiful dress I've ever seen. Like, whatever. And Kate's like, well, it makes my skin look green. It would look way better on you. And Hannah goes, you're right, it would. <laughs> okay. Um, And Kate goes to, well, <laughs> yeah, Kate leaves. Kate goes to get something. Something, I don't know what. And Hannah, like, Food. gets up. Yeah, I think for Hannah, because she's like, oh, you're so drunk. But that's not, you know, it's sinister. But so Hannah's like in there alone. And Kate is babysitting the dress. Why is the dress at the rehearsal dinner? 
Let me yeah. tell you where my dress was during the rehearsal dinner at my house. <laughs> Locked up. Locked the fuck up. It's not going to be at a place with food. Are you crazy? It's insane. Sorry, I'm victim blaming. Hey, what's your name? Wife? New wife? New mom? Stupid. Stupid fucking decision. Rookie mistake. Yeah. Except it's her second wedding. Oh my God. At Veteran mistake. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding? No, but are you kidding? <laughs> Why did you bring it? <laughs> mm, do you think someone's going to go in your house and steal well, it? Like, I wonder if Isabel doesn't even know it's there. It was Kate's idea. Oh, maybe actually. That's a good point. Thank you. I'm, I'm not giving Kate enough credit for her sinister mind, her sinister genius mind. She's an evil genius. She and Spencer, I would love to see it. They would battle it out. I don't know what would happen, but I'm interested in finding out. And like introducing Blair Waldorf in there. Oh my! Well, it would be over. I really think Blair would just squash like Bear, Bla- Blair. I think Blair and Spencer would get along. Though. I think Blair is like the final boss. But then Allie, Allie and Blair would have it out. Yeah, like we've never seen before. If they ever. were the same age, I think Allie could take her. But because they are, but aren't, because Allie's twelve years old, mm-hmm, Blair's <laughs> gonna win that. But that's like the only reason. But I really why. think Spencer and Blair would be friends they would go through a, a period of time very much like serena and blair mm-hmm. where they were enemies but i think that they would come back to each other i feel like spencer would be blair's like right hand woman like i feel like spencer would be okay taking like a little bit of a back seat to blair yes because i think to be like the mind yes. behind you know because I mean? blair's really smart but yes. she's not spencer smart no they're different well and like she's not as like Intent, like I, I feel like Spencer's not trying to like look cool. Like Spencer's not trying for to sure be not. slick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though? She like, actually Blair, like has cool. appearances to keep up. Spencer's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm busy. He's like, the Hastings appearances are for Melissa. Literally, yeah. She's like, she's like, I'm over it. Okay, I've got a murder to solve. So, sorry, I'll be in my lab. Blair, yeah, you can, you can have fun. Your little fashion show. Yeah, I'll be upstairs working. I'll be working. I'll be, I'll be doing our work, Blair. <laughs> while you go do whatever it is you do. Anyway, Hannah ends up throwing up on the dress. She like picks the dress <laughs> up, which she didn't have to do. Didn't have to. Do, didn't have to spin around with it at all. Could have moved the dress out of the line of vomit. I am positive. Of or this. like, even if you didn't move the dress, just move over a little bit. You have enough time when you throw up. To be able to target it. throw it anywhere. Like anywhere would be better than you putting the dress underneath you. And then throwing up into it. Mm -hmm. Like throw it anywhere. And then fucking Tom comes in. And then then she puts it in the sink. I can't. Tom comes in and I have never been more angry with a man in my entire fucking life. You gave, I was about to say you gave birth to this girl. You did You? Tom Marini, you gave birth birth to this girl <laughs> it was a miracle it was a medical mystery and miracle and now look <laughs> and this is how you treat her okay well she's been studied for years she's been put through it she's okay whatever you know what you do you <laughs> um he comes in and he's like hannah are you drunk whatever kate's not drunk kate just gave a she lovely speech yeah. And then the grandma follows in and she oh. she like kind of goes off. I don't remember what she says. And then Tom's basically like, "You know what? You can both go." <gasps> Bye. Oh my god. That's <laughs> your mother and your daughter. That's your actual daughter. In case you forgot. In case you forgot, Tom, fuck you. Fuck you. But then 
Grandma Regina Marin cracks the code. Cracks the freaking code because Kate comes in and immediately tries to start acting sweet. Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, Hannah, are you feeling better? Like, I brought you some ginger ale. And Grandma grabs her bag, grabs Kate's bag, opens <laughs> dumps it, it, dumps out. it out. Two water bottles. Oh, we had only seen one. No, there are two. She smells them both. One has vodka, one does not. Kate has been faking it. Which, okay. Obviously, I like understand how it worked, but logistically, Hannah, what were you not paying attention to? That she was able to very like. How did she switch the water bottles between pours? I don't know, but she did. But she did. I don't know, but she did. Okay. I don't know, but she did. Yeah. So Kate got to give the speech alone. Good for her. And she basically like. Hannah's like, if I wasn't drunk, like, I would take you down, whatever. And Kate's like, I'd love to see it. (laughs) And leaves. And you will. Oh, and you will, bitch. We're actually going to see a frenemy side of A coming up, I think. Ooh, I do like when A is a frenemy. What makes sense? Why? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Okay. Well, no, I didn't want to spoil anything. Okay, yeah, don't. No spoilers. Um, hey guys, no spoilers in the DMs. I have not finished the show. Yeah, actually, that's a gripe that I have with y'all. <laughs> because I don't always proofread these yeah, DMs. Yeah, like I'm the one who usually is in the Instagram. So when you're messaging like, hey, this happens in season seven. I love don't. you guys. I love that you message us. But Caroline can't know what happens. Or if you're going to message first, like spoiler Caroline, alert. don't read this. Yes. Put that at the beginning of the message. Or Put it just all spoilers. in the same message so that like... It's not the, you know what I mean? Because like the most recent one will be the first one I see. So put it all in the same message and at the top say Caroline in all caps, Caroline, don't read this. Perfect. And then like spoiler alert, like whatever. You say Caroline, don't read this. And then write to me all of your honest opinions. Or just send those opinions to Phoebe's personal Instagram account. My personal email. (laughs) Do you guys want Phoebe's email? (laughs) Um, Send it to Phoebe's personal Instagram. Yeah. Phoebe.connell. Or send, and then send other things to mine. Is there someone? Anthony, Phoebe, I swear Phoebe to God. refuses to look. Phoebe <laughs> hears the tap of the window, will not look. So it's like, okay, I have to. It's Anthony, of course. I, I can figured. check the ring camera. Anthony, come in. just come in. Oh, is it locked? Okay, I'm coming. Drama. Drama We're ruins so lives. close to be. <laughs> All right. Spencer gets home. <laughs> she's ready for work. Wearing a blazer. She's back in the blazer. <laughs> um, yeah, she's, she's clocking dressed, into her shift. <laughs> literally, yeah. And um, Mr. Hastings is sitting there acting like really nothing happened. He's like, did you want to talk about it? <laughs> um, no, I'm scared uh, of you now. <laughs> you just tried to like do something. Just, like, I don't really dented know Dented my boyfriend's car. Like, yeah, you're you just bare threw your entire body weight in my boyfriend's car. Uh, and I, think you're in cahoots. and I think you're in cahoots with Jason and JD. <laughs> Spencer's like, and he right now is my number one subs- my <laughs> number one suspect. Exactly. So basically, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but Peter Hastings gives her a reason. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe anything comes out of his fucking mouth. Fair. Fool me once, Peter Hastings. He says that, like, Allie's grand, which we already know, so this does kind of make sense. Allie's grandma... A week before her funeral, or she died, she cut Jason out of the will, which we knew Allie had brought up that, like, this was... Allie was stoked about it. Yeah. Well, Allie was like, if she only knew, she'd cut him right out. And, like, so we were like, is this a motive? So we'd already known this. And so the De Laurentiis 
asked Peter Hastings to like amend the will and make it so that Jason wasn't cut out so that he didn't look like a suspect Which in Allie's fucked. murder. Uh, but we do get like we get a flashback between Allie and Hannah's grandma mm-hmm. where she's like, could you ever just like cut one of your children off <laughs> She's completely like, what would it take for you to disown one of your kids <laughs> like what if i don't know they were gonna sell a family heirloom for drugs <laughs> and virginia goes well if any of my grandkids were that deranged yeah like they wouldn't there would be a space on the family tree or something it's like okay it's dark okay i love that we're not even like gonna offer help <laughs> yeah. to that d- quote deranged kid but it's so, like that is the little flashback so again this is all leading up to like and Spencer it does at this bad point, for Jason. it really is like everything that she has wanted to just like laminate in her mind of like, mm-hmm. this is fact. Yes. She can now do that. She's like, exactly. okay, perfect. Yes. Check, check, check. Yeah. We need to go to the police. She's like, we need right to go right now. Right now. Actually, the car's still running. I was already <laughs> yeah. on my way. She's, I had like, a feeling. she's like, if we, we could run. I'm already warmed up. <laughs> I always stretch before my shift. <laughs> just in case I need to make a quick getaway. <laughs> Let me just take my blazer off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, actually, this is athletic work. This is athletic. Because <laughs> now, like, it's like Wait, Dad, all... actually feel it. Actually feel it. It's like so sweat it's wicking technology. It's like air wicking. <laughs> yeah. Sweat wicking. Oh. <laughs> it wicks all the air off my skin. So I'm just soaking wet. <laughs> Um, so basically the, uh, Peter did change the will. I kind of didn't realize he did. I thought he said no, but yeah, he, did. he was like, I can't, I'm I know, gonna I get can't go because I'll get disbarred. She's like, then why did you do it? It's like, well, Spencer, why did you steal Melissa's paper? <laughs> <laughs> Actions have consequences. Exactly, and you were in we no were position. having this conversation with our parents, it would immediately come back to something yeah. we had done before. Well, well why did you lie well, why about, did why do you, you lie about this? Yeah, exactly. Phoebe, oh, well, why, sorry, I'm not perfect. Phoebe, why did you get into a car accident? <laughs> why did you get into three? <laughs> Oh, I took another three. Um, yeah. So that's that. Finally. Holy freaking moly. We get a message. Hannah gets a message. Emily. Oh, gets Emily a gets a message. Ma- phone call, actually, not a message. <laughs> um, yeah. Emily gets a phone call from Dr. <laughs> Sullivan saying, I need you all to come to the office right now. I know who A is. Dr. Sullivan, have we learned nothing? You have your fucking doctorate and you're doing this shit? Are you kidding me? Don't talk on an open line. You know who A is. Just, you got a message from first A. First of all, just tell her on the phone. Just tell her on the phone. You know someone's been in your office bugging your shit. Go meet somewhere else. Or just, if you're gonna disclose what you disclose on the phone, just fucking say it all. You know what I mean? Just tell her. But she won't. So Emily gathers all the girls. They go to Dr. Sullivan's office. What do you think they find? Well, Aria finds a wall. Aria walks in <laughs> and we've seen the layout of this office before. We know that it's just a room. Mm-hmm. That it's just a square room. Aria barges into like where the couch would be. Y'all can picture yeah, it. Like runs and to she's the back of the room. facing the wall. She goes, Dr. Sullivan. It's like, she's about to start knocking on the wall and be like, is it hollow? <laughs> she's hiding. She's in there. Do- Dr. Sullivan, you can come out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Sullivan is not in there. She's gone. Aria also has lost about two feet of her height. Yeah, or in this tiny string this. ballet flats. Big mistake. <laughs> then all the girls get an A text that says the doctor is out. Mm. Horrifying. We really finish scary. with an A scene. Go ahead. Yeah, A is in there taking all of the files from the girls and from A's visit. Yes. So, oh, and we missed the part where Dr. Sullivan does figure out it's A, who A is, because she's looking at all the girls' files. And then, as we know, A is one of her clients as well. So she's looking through that file. We don't see the name. But we do see that 
Dr. Sullivan's written, like she keeps talking about this group of girls and calling them nosy bitches. Then we have the picture of the nosy bitches die. It's almost like on her wall. It's because like, how of how you smart A is, it's almost like A wanted Dr. Sullivan to figure it out. Yeah. A just wanted to kidnap someone. Well, it's like, well, then why would A go to therapy at Dr. Sullivan's office if she didn't want to like toe the line? Yeah. I don't know. So anyway. that's it. That's the episode. Yeah. All right. Crazy. Let's, are are you ready for the, the recap? recap for next week? Or All the right. Episode 12, Over My Dead Body. They look so good. Guys, it's iconic. They're covered in dirt. Spencer looks evil. <laughs> Ari looks mad. <laughs> we can't see Hannah's face. Hannah's like, don't look at me. <laughs> Emily, gone. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? Over My Dead Body and Emily's not in the picture. Mm. Uh, Aria, Hem- Aria, Emily, <laughs> Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer have made a crucial mistake. <laughs> they told someone about quote unquote <laughs> A, and now they must pay the price. With the clock ticking, the girls are sent on missions to do quote unquote A's <laughs> bidding in order to save their trusted confidant. Like what else is new? Oh, the girls are sent on missions to do A's bidding. It's like Spencer's fucking like wet dream. That it's just like. <laughs> Ew. This is like all they've been doing. Yeah. Hannah trying to get all the money back. Wait, I'm sorry. What where's the news? Every so often we get like a really good summary that's like, oh whoa. And, and then, then we get like this just for like bullshit. It's just smut. <laughs> it's not you mean smut. fluff? No, but smut's funnier to say. <laughs> Even though it doesn't make sense. Know, but, <laughs> but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you just got really comfortable your husband is outside waiting for <laughs> us to be done just so we all know is outside um it is hang on let me tell you how cold it is <laughs> he's not wearing a coat took his coat off and we put it back on oh i well then he's fine i sent him outside um to take our dog out while we finished and it's 43 degrees well it's actually not that cold He's fine. He's wearing a coat. I thought he had short sleeves on. I no longer care. <laughs> just kidding. And then he's out there at the door waiting to come in, and we just finished. And Caroline, and we're just still. <laughs> Caroline lays back, kicks her feet but up. Still, Phoebe's now told me he's watching at the door, wanting to come in, and I'm and we're still. And just we just talking. keep going. We're just shooting the freaking shit. I hate that saying. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to share with a friend. Follow us on social media. DM Phoebe's personal Instagram account with spoilers. Or anything. Review. Subscribe. All of it. And stay tuned for our special episodes. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. If you're listening on Thursday, it is Thanksgiving. So, so yeah. So, this will be up on Thanksgiving. We are recording our advice episode. There's still time to submit advice, but I'm loving the tea i've gotten so far and it doesn't have to be anonymous you can send it not anonymous too and then we also have the original sin episode drinking game i think yeah that's the drinking game one that we'll be doing so stay tuned for all of that and uh yeah we'll see you next week